Hi, I'm Jessie, your host of the Jessie Williams podcast. I'm a personal trainer and women's online health coach, bringing you all things health, wellness, money, mindset, and just life in general. If you want to learn, laugh, and up-level your life, this is a podcast for you. Each episode, we'll talk habits, tips, tricks, and big ideas to nourish your mind and inspire you to create your dream life by design. Let's dive in. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 10 of the podcast. How exciting. We are officially in double digits and I'm like so pumped. The podcast is just going really, really well. Like I literally love jumping in my office, sitting in front of this microphone and just really feeling like, just feeling like you're there with me. And we're really just having a good chat about whatever area it may be. I'm just really loving, I guess, connecting to you guys on a different sort of way. Before we get into today's podcast, I just actually wanted to give you guys a little side story. Very random, but this podcast is, um, sorry, this microphone is like so intense. It's like a professional grade microphone and it picks up on so much in the room. Like if I was to like click on the other side of the room, <laughs> you'll hear it. But I um, I sat down to begin recording this podcast episode and when I sat down, I plugged my microphone in and I plugged my headphones in and I hadn't started recording yet I was actually like um, doing something else on my phone and I could hear this little buzzing sound and I was like what the heck anyway turns out there's a fly in the room somewhere and I didn't even know until I'm sitting here with my little headphones and microphone in and this the fly in the room the sound of it is going into the microphone and then coming into my headphones. So we're going to have a little fly on the wall for today's uh, episode listening in on us. Very random, but um, yeah, so if you hear a little buzzing sound, I apologize because I don't know where he is. But um, let's crack into it. So today's episode is all about the secret source for success. Sounds very, very mysterious, but in all honesty, I wanted to talk about success, hopefully in, I mean, it's been talked about how many times, like if you typed in something like this in Google, I'm sure you'd be bombarded, but I wanted to kind of talk about it maybe from a little bit of a different perspective and a little bit more digestible for you guys. And anyway, let's just crack into it and see how you go. But I hope you really, really take something from this. Um, And the first thing I kind of wanted to address is that when it comes to success, a lot of people think that they have to be in a certain situation or a certain type of person or be born into a specific, you know, economic status or whatever it may be if they're going to succeed. Which brings me to number one, point number one, taking radical responsibility. And I don't mean like taking responsibility. I mean radical freaking responsibility. Like you've got to take responsibility for everything. And some people really struggle with this one. And I always get, you know, I always get that one person kind of reach out and is like, yeah, but you don't know what blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, yes, there can be someone out there with more money than you. Yes, you may have it tougher than the next person. Yes, 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 yes. There can be all these situations that make it harder. But do you know what? If you sit there and focus on how you have less money than, less connections than, are more unlucky than, guess what? You're never going to get anywhere. And so 
That's why I like to say that taking responsibility is so incredibly important because if you can take responsibility for everything, and I'm talking where you're at in your life in this very moment, if you can take responsibility for all of the situations that have happened to you um, or that you've created for yourself or how much money you make, what job you're in, all of these things, and you can stop resisting the fact of blaming it elsewhere shit gets pretty intense in the best kind of way. There can always be someone else to blame for things and there can always be things that aren't our fault. And I get that. Like there are things that are really out of your control. Um, They weren't your fault. And I, I see you and I understand that. But if you take responsibility for it anyway, you're taking control back. You're taking power. Like You're the one dealing the cards now. If you take responsibility for anything and everything and things that were or were not your fault, you are the one with the power. And being in that position gives you the ultimate freedom to take control of all other areas of your life, which is literally the foundation of success, right? Because you let go of excuses and things like that. You let go of thinking that success comes down to luck and money and connections and discipline and all of those kind of outside factors. And you say, you know what? I'm my own responsibility. Where I end up is my responsibility. How I feel in the future is going to be my responsibility. You are going to be unstoppable. And do you know what really helps? Understanding that if you're responsible for yourself, then everyone else is responsible for themselves as well. You are not responsible for other people and and where they end up and, and how they perceive and feel about you and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, what do you value? You may value being a good partner, friend, mother, daughter, and so forth. And you can sure as hell encourage someone along the right path. You can give them good advice and guidance and love and compassion and all of that good stuff, all of the positive things. But at the end of the day, if they don't take that love and compassion and support and guidance and wisdom from you, it's it's not your responsibility. So let go of where other people are ending up. Just love them and do everything with, you know, a pure and compassionate heart. And that's all you can ever ask for. And the same goes for yourself. Just keep showing up with love and compassion for yourself let go of all of the crap that's happened to you because do you know what? It's in the past now and focus on the future and take radical responsibility for everything. I actually read a quote earlier in the week and it said, the version of me created in your mind is not my responsibility. And that's not. Do you know why? Because it's not your perception. It's outside your control. And so your responsibility isn't of creating the version of you and everyone else and how they perceive you your responsibility is how you show up and who you perceive yourself as and what you put out to the world and then it's other people's responsibility to pick and choose and perceive you in a way that aligns and works with them because that's what we do and that's what our mind does and that's how we construct these identities and perceptions of people in the world around us so Don't worry about how other people are perceiving you and all of these things and things going wrong and that you can't control because all you've got to do is take responsibility for you, your mind, your actions and how you decide to show up in the world. So that's tip number one. 
take responsibility for everything and anything, even things that aren't your fault, and just say that the, that the future version of you is your responsibility. And so it's up to you to take action, to let go of the excuses and the obstacles and all of the hard things and all of the reasons that it's going to be tougher for you. Let go of that and focus on how you can get there anyway. The second tip, which is part of the secret source to success is repetition and the reason I I chose the word repetition is because a word I hear a lot is discipline so people are always you know we're kind of on that bandwagon of you don't you're not motivated all the time you're disciplined and that's very true and and I love that and I've used it myself is not trying to be motivated all of the time but instead relying on discipline the reason then that I chose repetition is because a lot of people are like, well, I'm not disciplined. How do I become disciplined? So if we pull back a layer further, one of the ways we get discipline is through repetition. And it's because discipline actually is a combination of what would you say? It's almost like a combination of drive and really, really desiring something mixed with habit. So when you take that desire and then the habit, you get discipline. And a way to form a habit is through repetition. So if you if you commit to doing any negative behavior for every single day for a month, if you told yourself that you're going to bite your nails every single day for the next month, you'll probably become a nail biter because it's repetition. And if the same goes for something positive, so if you commit to doing something positive every single day for the next month, it's going to become a habit. The reason it becomes a habit is because without going into like, I don't want to go into all this like detail and stuff. And I really want to keep this episode super digestible for you guys so that you can really execute and take action on all of this. But I guess in more simpler terms, habits form when we are like, creating neural pathways in the brain so what will eventually happen is if we get a really strong neural connection then we can actually start performing behaviors subconsciously rather than consciously so when you begin learning something new you're super conscious of that action you're really thinking about it and it takes up a lot of your attention span when you've done something a lot of times over and over and over and over again it's almost formed like a really strong neural connection in the brain so now you don't even have to do it consciously you just do it subconsciously so it would be like waking up in the morning and you're like reading the newspaper or looking at your phone and you walk over and you flick the kettle on um, so that you can make a coffee and you didn't even really consciously think about walking over to flick the kettle on while you were looking at your phone, but your body almost took automatic control for you. And subconsciously, you just like perform the action because it's what you do every single morning. So similar things kind of apply when we're talking about success in areas of whether it's like health and fitness goals and going to the gym, or it's like getting out of your comfort zone with work and whatever it may be. If you do something enough times, it just becomes automatic. And this is why I love saying to people when they start at the gym and it's so hard and they're not enjoying training and stuff like that. And I'm like, you're not really enjoying training as much when you start because you're super conscious all of the time, which means it takes a lot of your mental and physical energy to get to the gym. You almost have that like angel devil conversation in your head about should you go and shouldn't you go and you really have to think about it 
so much that it can drain a lot of your mental energy. Once you've been going to the gym, you know, five, six days a week for two to three months, it becomes automatic. So you don't even have to really think about it. It's like your body goes into autopilot of it just becomes part of your day, like brushing your teeth. Not will I go, but when am I going to go and when am I going to fit it in? And all of a sudden you're putting your runners on without even thinking about it. And it sounds weird, but it's just so much easier to go because it's now part of your body's natural routine to just like get into gym gear and, and go to the gym. The same applies for when you are chasing any level of success within your business or career and so forth. So making sure that you pick all of the positive habits and a a good way to think about this is what do you need to get done to achieve your ultimate goal within business, career, health, fitness, etc.? And then take those positive habits and then like scale them on a scale of one to 10 of how poor or good you are at them now and how much you implement them now. And then those weaker areas, you're going to decide to start repeating those behaviors. Just repeat, repeat, repeat and take comfort in the idea that it's hard at the start because it's very conscious and is taking a lot of your mental energy. But knowing if you can push through that very, very short-term discomfort, you're actually going to end up creating strong neural pathways in the brain, creating a new habit, and then almost changing a part of like your personality or your identity or your daily routine very, very naturally. But it's just that start when it doesn't come naturally yet that is hard, but take comfort in knowing that the discomfort is only very temporary. So the third little ingredient to the secret source for success is goal setting. I've spoken about goal setting before and things like that. Um, Actually, in my last podcast episode, I did talk about um, similar sort of stuff for more so skewed towards career. But it's really important to actually know where you're headed. As I talk about in my last um, podcast episode, I talked about, I kind of use the analogy of Google Maps. If you were to just jump in your car one morning and say, I'm going to drive, you're probably going to take all kinds of crazy turns, not know where you're going, get lost or just end up back home. Whereas if you had decided where you want to go, uh, you're in Melbourne and you wanted to go to Sydney and in Google Maps, you were going to put Melbourne to Sydney, Bondi Beach you're going to get to Bondi Beach because Google Maps is going to tell you exactly where to go. So it's sort of similar. If we don't have anything in our GPS, we're just kind of like aimlessly wandering around. So goal setting is really important to give us clarity and direction. And we don't even have to worry too much about the how, like we could take a plane, we could drive there, we could, you know, whatever. Don't worry too much about the how just yet. We just want to have a bit of clarity on the direction of where we want to end up. So the the fourth, which is kind of like the glue to tie everything together and really kind of put that spiciness into the secret sauce. <laughs> what a weird analogy anyway, um, is showing up. So showing up not only for yourself, but for others around you as well. And there's a few things that I mean by that. One, when you continue to show up, whether you consciously think about it or not, You are implanting in your brain, in your mind, that you are worthy. You are telling yourself that you are worthy of success, that you are worthy of the weight loss, that you are worthy of the pay rise, that you are worthy of the relationship, that you are worthy of the business booming because you're showing up for it. And every time you show up and every time you try, you are telling your mind and your heart that you are worthy of the outcome. 
When you stop showing up for yourself, when you don't take responsibility, when you don't commit to repeating the behaviors, when you don't set any goals, you tell yourself that you are not worthy of the success that you desire. And so showing up is probably potentially arguably the most important of the four because it's going to really, really drive whether you succeed or not, because ultimately you're telling yourself whether you really believe that you are capable And as I said, believe that you are worthy of what it is you are chasing. The second kind of thing that I was talking about in terms of showing up for other people is a little bit different. It's not that really internal sense of worthiness, but it's literally just being like front of mind, right? So if you want to pay rise and you're being a quiet achiever, which is okay, like you don't always, you can be a quiet achiever and still show up and be front of mind. It's not about being like, yay, look at me, but it's about showing up for other people so that you stay at the forefront of their mind. So they think about you when, you know, they are about to make the promotion and so forth. Like it sounds really weird, but if you thought about someone you really like on Instagram, who you follow, you, I can tell you now, you think you might, but if they posted every single day and then they didn't post for four days, you actually wouldn't realize, like you really wouldn't notice, like you would not be like, why is Georgie Stevenson not posting? Or why is Steph Claire Smith not posting? You just, you actually really wouldn't realize it would probably just like a month would pass and you you would be like, oh my God, where has Steph Claire Smith been? You know what I mean? Like you think you might notice, but you don't. When people just kind of like disappear, we don't know because they're not front of mind. But then when they are there, we don't even consciously think about it. We just acknowledge, 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 acknowledge. And same goes for like friends. Like, I don't know if you've ever had a friend who's like, hey guys, I'm going off Facebook. And as bad as it sounds, you don't forget about them. But like, if you're not super close with them, you don't consciously think about them as much as you would the person whose Instagram stories are constantly popping up. Facebook posts are constantly popping up because it's all about front of mind. And that's just literally how our brain works. When we consciously think about something or when something comes right in front of our face, we literally send it to the front of our mind to say, hey, this is important to me or hey, think about this thing or hey, focus your energy here and so forth. So if you, for example, are wanting, for example, say you run your own business, right? And you sell product, you're like an e-commerce biz, you sell hair product or you sell whatever, beauty care. What did that even just, what is wrong with me? You get what beauty care anyway, beauty products, right? So say that you run your own business and you sell beauty products. Now there's seven other companies, which you see as your direct competitor. And every day they're on Instagram, like, Hey, this amazing, um, this amazing product can help you have glowy skin and la la la. And they're talking about all the things they're giving tips. Hey, buy now sale on right in people's faces. And they're posting this every single day. And then you, you're not posting on your social media story. Your business is just like, yeah, I'll just wait for customers to come to me. Do you think people are going to be more likely to buy from one of the seven brands that they are constantly seeing in their feed and like, oh, yeah, actually, I do need new foundation. Or do you think they're going to buy from the company who isn't posting, who they've sort of forgotten about in a way, like, Front of mind is so important. So showing up for yourself is really, really important. 
Same goes if you run your own business and you're a, a service person, like if you are a coach, if you are a personal trainer, if you are a makeup artist, like whatever it may be, if you are not showing up for yourself and for others, if you are not giving advice and giving away content and free value, if you are not posting your available dates for your next program to start or times you have available for PT or makeup bookings that you have available, people are going to book or go with somebody else. And the more that happens, the less you attract into your life and the more you say you're not worthy of. And this is why showing up is really, really important because you need to be front of mind for others so that they can value you and get service out of you that you're good at. Like you can be amazing at your job, but if you're not front of mind, people are not going to buy from you or connect with you or sign up with you or whatever it may be. And secondly, if you don't show up for yourself, you're not showing yourself that you truly believe that you are worthy of success and worthy of achieving all of the goals that you want. So that is probably, as I said, in my mind and my heart, the most important one of all of them. You've got to show up to level up. Wow, that sounded so cool. You can put that on a quote meme and share it on Instagram. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm actually, do you know what? I've like had like four shots of coffee. That's why I'm being so weird. Anyway, I want to recap all of that for you guys. So we've got the secret source for success. We've got four key ingredients. We have radical responsibility. Let go of everyone else who has it better, easier, more than you. Like you take responsibility, let go of all the excuses. Don't worry about them. Don't say you don't have the money. You don't have the time. You don't have the thing because you know what? There are people in the world like Tony Robbins or Oprah Winfrey who grew up without a lot of money and had really, really poor childhoods and still have made huge successes from themselves. You can't use that as an excuse because do you know what? Each time you take that as an excuse, there's going to be someone else in a worse position than you who isn't using excuses and is overlapping you. So keep that in mind. Let go of all the excuses because it doesn't matter and you don't want someone to to keep shooting on past you. Like for every time you use an excuse, there's someone out there who's not. The second thing is repetition. So repeating a behavior, a positive behavior that aligns with our end goal or desire enough times that it becomes habitual and easy and more flowy so that we naturally turn to more positive actions and decisions. The third ingredient is goal setting. So having an actual clear image in your mind of where you're going. So you're not just aimlessly walking around, never really ending up anywhere. We don't have to worry specifically about the how we're going to get there, but we just need to have that general idea of where it is we want to go or where it is that we want to end up so that we can show up as the highest version of ourselves that aligns with that end goal or that end destination. And then the fourth as I said, which I believe is the most important ingredient of all of them is showing up for others so that you are front of mind and they can value, buy from you, give you the promotion and so forth. And also for yourself so that you can tell your subconscious mind and so that you can instill in your heart that you are worthy of success 
that you are worthy of achieving everything. And so even when you fail, you don't see it as a failure. You see it as a minor setback and you get up and you try again because you believe that ultimately, no matter how many times you fall down, you are worthy of having exactly what you want. And if you can stay in that energy, you are only going to attract so much more good and opportunity and abundance into your life. So I really hope you guys got something out of that. I did try to keep today's one quicker because I wanted to just get straight to the point, have a shorter um, episode for you guys available. Um, So yeah, I hope you did love and also just letting you guys know my Glow Project, which is my eight week group based mindset program, which is all about, you know, daily VMs, encouragement, weekly tasks, and really designed to help you up level your mindset and walk away way more positive and equipped with dealing with difficulty. It is now open. So if you do want to apply, you can head to my website and click the application link. But other than that, I'll see you guys in the next episode.